That's Matt. And today, we're going to talk about... Well, Matt's going to talk about a show. What show is it, Matt? We don't know. We got to find out. What do you mean we got to find out? Oh, my God. <sighs> I uh, I recently... Well, I, I'm about to catch up on mm-hmm. what we do in the shadows. Okay. How many seasons does it have? It's currently on the 4th. But it's about to finish up the fourth. Oh Jesus! And, and we're talking about the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've I've seen neither the movie nor the show, so I've seen clips yeah, of the movie. I'm aware of. Well, I've seen the movie. I just saw it recently too. So, mm-hmm. so really, I got into the show, hearing it was pretty good, loved mm-hmm. it, and decided, oh yeah, I should make sure to watch the movie. So I watched the movie because of the show. Mm-hmm. If anything, they, it's one of those. It's like, oh, you just you love it so much, you need more. Are they the same characters portrayed by different actors, or is it a different set of characters? Uh, same universe, different different characters. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, there's not really much to spoil, so I, I, mean, I can yeah, tell you. The the premise is it's a comedy about vampires in modern day, right? Where does yeah. where does this one take place in? Doesn't the the movie take place in New Zealand? Yeah. So well, mm-hmm. the original one, which I think is the the conception of this whole like universe, this whole story, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. I think it's Jermaine, not Jermaine. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the two of them, and other and there's a I think there's another writer as well, but mostly they're the ones mainly credited. And I think Taika Waititi most, or they both kind of direct. But yeah, the, they made the movie, and it's about those two, and as as well as another guy living as vampires in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and then other characters pop up, and all you know, there's other vampires and stuff. But yeah, so the the movie is about them in New Zealand in I think 2014, I think mm-hmm. is when it came out. So that one, obviously, it's still new. It's a modern movie. But it, it's weird. It feels dated. I think it's because it's one of uh, their earlier projects, so mm-hmm. it didn't have a huge budget. It's which is which seems weird because the makeup, the costumes, are really well done. But the setting is really just an old house that they they seem to find while while driving around looking for tacos. <laughs> is that tacos. Like, is that like a behind the scenes thing? No, Where, I, no. I was just coming up with something because mm-hmm. yeah it's so ma- mainly i want to talk about the show because that's the mm-hmm. thing to sell people on the movie was great i think it was a little early mm-hmm. in i guess their careers to really hit their stride or maybe because of it of them making that movie and it reaching decent success they made the show and i think the show is really blowing up yeah yeah i'm i see ads for it everywhere now so, like you were saying, yeah. I think we have to talk about it before it becomes, you know, a bigger part of the pop culture zeitgeist. 
Exactly. I think we need a term for mm-hmm. stuff that's too big. We can't talk about it on the show. Because mm-hmm. it's already annoying enough. This yeah. damn show you made, Josh. <laughs> we There's already like a slim margin of the things we can talk about. But specifically, the things you want to talk about most, the biggest things, and we can't talk about them. I, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry that I was just trying to come up with a concept that I heard somewhere that you have to like niche down and get like super specific in order to make something like more authentic. Sorry if I was trying to, you know, do something different with a podcast. Yeah, you should be. All right. I am sorry. Um, but again, like like you were saying, we can do popular stuff for, for other things. We can do special episodes. I've got ideas. Can, yeah, you've got ideas. We all dress up as you... Batman. That's one of them. Oh, well, yeah, but no, that was actually kind of your idea. You brought up it? Batman. I brought up Batman, yeah, but... And I, I just added some color. Some color to it, so... Yeah, you haven't played what? Uh, Deathloop, have you? I have not played Deathloop, no. It's, it's Deathloop, right? Yeah, it's Deathloop. Yeah, but I fucking love that game. It was so mm-hmm. good. So mm-hmm. it's good you haven't played it, so maybe I can... I'll tell yeah. you about it. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll do that. Maybe we'll do like a playthrough or something because I don't know. I just like haven't been. I don't know. That game doesn't like pull. The concept does like it's an interesting concept, right? But like I don't necessarily. I don't want to. You have to like sell me on it because <laughs> like it's. Hey, what? well, hold on. What? I told you because uh-huh. I, I other before we were doing the show. We uh-huh. would talk to each other maybe every few months, you know, yeah. just a text out of the blue, just, hey, uh-huh. what's up, or, you know. Yeah. I texted you out of the blue yeah. because I told you, dude, uh-huh. I'm finally playing this game. I think you'd love it. Uh-huh. And only now am I hearing, like, it just doesn't grab me. I don't want to <laughs> play it. What? You told me you would play it. I know I did, but then I tried it. Like, I looked at it, I pulled it up on Steam, and I kept seeing it on sale, and I was just like, I said, I don't want to. <laughs> You son of a! It was even on sale. It was I told on you, sale. Like, it was I on wasn't sale pushing twice. You. It was on yeah. sale twice since we spoke about it last. I was like, oh, you know, it's really great. I think you'd love it. Maybe I guess if you're not, you know, tr- super into the idea, you can wait for a sale. And it's been on I sale it twice. Up, I passed it up twice. I need to finish you Dishonored son two. Son of a bitch! I need to finish Dishonored two before I move on to Death Loop, but uh, not really. Uh, I just, I, I just need you. to, I need to make the time. You know, it's we, we, it's on your list, so I guess you, you sell me on it. We'll play it at some point. It's supposed to be really fun. I know that it, I it's really fun. Yeah, what I'm especially playing, especially if you mm-hmm. like the other arcane games. That's the yeah. thing, arcane. It's mm-hmm. like they're just downloading their, their style of gameplay straight mm-hmm. from my brain. It's yeah. there. I love Dishonored. Mm-hmm the both of them and i actually just played death of the outsider because i just for some reason i never had it was kind of a, it wasn't really a, a sequel it wasn't a third mm-hmm. game it was kind of kind of a standalone separate story yeah even but what i've learned from playing it it's basically dishonored 3 it was oh, so okay. good okay i really got to go back and and play it um i've been playing i don't know i don't know why like I guess sometimes, like, I just have cravings. 
I'm sorry. I don't have an excuse as to why I didn't play it. I just didn't play <laughs> Go, it. Who, I'm hold sorry. on. Go ahead. Oh. Tell me why. why. I don't know. I don't know. I, I try. I open now up, you can't hide. I open up Steam and uh, I, there's other things I want to play instead. You know, and I get then, home. What? You, I'm you tired. end up playing Plants vs. Zombies? No, yeah. <laughs> I do. Son of a bitch. I do on my phone. Uh, I so, knew it. I have to like for Plants vs. Zombies. I have to. Uh, I have to turn on. I have to turn on airplane mode on my phone so I don't get ads while playing. And so it's. Uh, are there? Wait, which one are you playing? The Is original one? one. The original. There's they ads added, in the original. They added. Oh, it has ads and microtransactions and all sorts of stuff. Like, there's a whole Zen Garden mode where, like, you generate in-game currency. It's all a stupid grind. I knew about that because I recently replayed mm-hmm. it and I was, like, finally mm-hmm. deciding to get all the achievements or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, you know, to kill time, kind mm-hmm. of like when it was slow at work or whatever. So, yeah, I'm very aware of all that. I just recently stopped playing it completely, but I played it a bunch for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't remember seeing ads. I wasn't getting ads for it. I remember I was, the I wasn't getting ads. I wasn't getting ads for the longest time, which is why I kept it on my phone because it was yeah. a nice like comfort game that I could play without ads. And only it was literally only like a couple months ago when I picked it up again did I start getting ads on it. And I even mm-hmm. like paid for like no ads. Like there's a no ad feature and it doesn't work. It didn't. It like oh, I don't know if there's some sort of glitch or something, but. The no ads feature just does not work for me. And I know that there's there's a bunch of different versions of it because mm-hmm. they have an HD version for iPads and bigger mm-hmm. tablets. There's the computer version like you can get on Steam or mm-hmm. uh, Origin or whatever. And I have it on more than one device yeah. for some. I, I really love that game. That was such a good mm-hmm. game. The the yeah, PC version I, I have is just so low res. I need like an HD re like I need an HD remake because it's. <laughs> it's stuck in like it's stuck in a weird format like screen format it's weird it's just weird yeah that's bad. just nostalgia for me i like it i love it i love it give me the um, pixels give me the give me the i'd rather take my pixels away yeah ooh. uh but yes yeah, so i've been playing that on and off and then i've been playing vermintide too like that's my most recent purchase. Like I just bought that recently. Oh, and, good. Yeah, and so it's like I and I bought like the you know the game of the year edition with all the DLC, and it's it's fun. It's Left for Dead style, and it's, it's that's for, great. I yeah. I'm did sorry. someone else make recommendations of no, for that for you? Nobody recommended it to me. I just really <laughs> wanted to play it. Oh, okay. I saw it on a stream. Saw it on a stream and then does it. I can link you hundreds of Deathloop streams if that's what you need. I can stream it for you. But my favorite streamers were playing it. And they were having a great time. Fine. They they were having a great time being friends and whatnot. Are you having friends now? No, I'm playing Is this by having myself. Friends? I'm playing by myself because I can't convince anybody else to buy it. Is it actually Left 4 Dead? Like it's a multiplayer? Yeah, it's co-op? a it's a four player co op. Uh, there's five char- there's five character classes to to pick from. Oh, well, God. more specifically, there's five characters to pick from. Each of them come with uh, four, three to four different careers, is what they call the classes. 
So like you have your elf and then you have like four different classes that that elf character can be, for example, or you can be a dwarf, right? Really like it's it's very funny to play to like you can play as like a 6 foot tall human, which is just like, you know, soldier, really cool guy. I think he's Scottish or some other like northern northern Englishman. He, he helps and his grandma out on weekends. Really prob- cool guy. Probably. And then or then or you can pl- no, he's not Scottish. Or you can play as the dwarf who who are traditionally Scottish and he's like he's like 4 feet tall and it so your camera perspective is like <laughs> as a 4 foot tall person. Are and you so crouch level? You're shorter the, you're shorter than man. all you're shorter than all the enemies. Like you're you're about you're I think you're shorter even than the rat people that you fight in the game. And that's that's hilarious. Um but yeah, there's five characters to play from. It's Left 4 Dead style, four player co op. Um it's good. It's well, it's really good. But I mean I'm um, sure it's good. maybe we'll we'll trade video game cells. Maybe, maybe. You can sell me on that. And so But but when you're, you're selling, not Yeah. When you're not sticking the knife in my back. Sorry. With the game, no, I I don't care that much. I I honestly just mm-hmm. feel bad because I do really think you'd like it. Uh-huh. The like the things that you really focus on, the characters in Deathloop, mm-hmm. they're really well written. There's not a ton of development because it's like a lot of gameplay. There's a lot of mm-hmm. just action, but it's just the little bits that of character you do get really sells it. It was really fun. I really need to just pull the trigger and uh, pull the trigger and play Deathloop. Because it's oh there you go with your tiny little gun again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audio listeners. He's he's threatening me with a live weapon, a tiny tiny live weapon. And um, but, but you're yeah. right. We're not but here yeah. to sell that. No, uh, I do recommend Vermintide Two though. Vermintide Two is great. It's gonna be I'm playing stop that. Stop it. We're this isn't that episode. We'll get okay. To fine. That. We'll get we'll get to that later. I guess I forgot Boy. what I was gonna say anyway. <laughs> Good. I forgot what I was going to say. I had a little bit more coffee, a little bit more iced coffee. But anyway, mm-hmm. late nights. I have been, because mm-hmm. I'm not totally caught up on what we do in the shadows. Uh-huh. But like you, I was hearing a lot about it. So I was uh-huh. like, well, actually, I tried watching it months ago, because it was, as it was still gaining popularity as it is now. Mm-hmm. It hadn't reached that critical mass where you're hearing it everywhere yet, but it, mm-hmm. you were hearing just little little recommendations here and there. So I tried it months ago. I watched a couple episodes, and I was I feel like I was just unprepared mm-hmm. for the style. I had no idea what it was. I just heard it's about vampires and you know mm-hmm. a modern day setting, and it's quirky and fun. And I just I didn't know any of the, I didn't know the 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 amount of comedy or the style I just knew you know vampires what we do in the shadows and I, I just I don't know I, I think I tried it and I was just too tired it was it was too late and it was too unexpected mm-hmm. so I just kind of watched a couple episodes and I was like yeah okay mm-hmm. I do actually enjoy it it's just like I'm not it's not grabbing me mm-hmm. so I just stopped I, I had other things I was watching at the time. But then recently, you know, as over time, I start I kept hearing about it more from friends and like other podcasts and recommendations, and I was like, oh wait, yeah, I I, I, ha- I do know exactly what it is now. I saw a little bit, but I should mm-hmm. give it another shot. Yeah. And I don't know what happened because this was like maybe a month ago. I decided to just start over with those first couple episodes and just go for it, and I fell in love with it. 
-hmm. I think I was just much more alert. I was catching all the jokes. Mm -hmm. I was picking up the Watiti because Mm -hmm. that's it's very Watiti. It's important to pick up the Watiti. Don't drop your Watitis. Make sure you pick them up. They're like banana peels. You slip on them. Make sure you pick them up. Yeah. But that's also a thing and i i keep hearing people say it's very much taika watiti style mm-hmm. and i'm also i'm assuming jermaine clement and i love both those guys a lot of the work i've seen from them has been really great and but and the show is just more proof of that i think mm-hmm. they're just really solid storytellers and just comedians not in the traditional sense but with with the shows that they make tell me what 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 else do you know of the show I know that there is a character who's an energy vampire. <laughs> I know I know See? that. I saw a clip that was utterly hilarious of him going through a corporate office and just like yeah. eating people alive, so to speak, because he's an energy vampire and just absorbs I, I'm I'm a little confused as to how it works. Like he he <laughs> tires people out emotionally and that's how he drains them. Well, no, specifically not emotionally. And uh-huh. I say that because there is reference to that in an episode. Uh-huh. So he doesn't emotionally drain them. So you're safe, Josh. Don't worry. Okay. If you run into an energy, energy vampire, you're uh-huh. you're not that vulnerable. Got it. But uh, I, I don't know. Now I'm kind of realizing maybe I don't. Because I'll tell you, that character, the energy vampire, uh-huh. I, I loved all the other characters already right away but it's just some of the moments mm-hmm. and i'll tell you his name actually do you do you know his name Did i don't tell his you name. his name i don't know any of the characters names the well the others are traditional vampires in the mm-hmm. house uh-huh. there's nan there's like because they're hundreds of years old there's nandor mm-hmm. laszlo nadja mm-hmm. with a j yeah and then the fucking energy vampire is mm-hmm. colin robinson <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that makes a it's... lot of sense <laughs> It's perfect. It's so perfect. And I think that is what really sold me. Mm-hmm. That was the moment when they introduced him and they mm-hmm. kind of showed him doing his thing. And I think it was the very first episode. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I I need so much more of this. It's so <laughs> weird, but it's so good. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, I can give this away. Well, uh-huh. I, there's nothing really I can spoil. There is... Yeah definitely a plot but it's it's a comedy you know it's, it's a, a sitcom it's a sitcom yeah it's a mockumentary actually okay specifically yeah. mockumentary so there's plenty of talking heads just mm-hmm. characters to camera interview kind of stuff mm-hmm. a lot of looks to camera mm-hmm. like just there's a there's a vampire familiar one of the main characters exact yeah, yeah. he so he's so he's kind of our lifeline as viewers mm-hmm. obviously we see the vampires and they make them extremely relatable because mm-hmm. they're just children basically they've Mm -hmm. for hundreds of years they just do whatever they want so they're basically children but then there's a a realist in their midst one of the vampires has a familiar so he's Uh a human yeah and his whole thing is he's hoping to be a vampire one day so that's why he's helping them out yeah and it's just constantly the vampires get into shit Uh and then uh guillermo he's the familiar just yeah he he does a jim halpert it's just (laughs) yeah he is he's the guy who looks into the camera yeah, goes, like, well, they the all. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I guess it is mostly him because he's that. That's like what I was saying. He's that connection to us. It's like, oh yeah, I have a boss who's just fucking like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Guillermo. Why didn't you clean up the bodies in the hallway? Mm-hmm. And he he just turns <laughs> uh-huh. the camera. Like, 
Well, he's been doing it all night. Yeah. Stuff Guillermo, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Guillermo. Yeah, he's constantly getting blamed. And yeah. honestly, that's another ongoing joke. It's never yeah. called out. But the vampires just think so highly of themselves. Yeah. It, they just hate the shit out of any human. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's it's their prey. It's, it's their yeah. cattle. Mm-hmm. But they live in a human world. But it's just constantly... The some of the characters just don't even know Guillermo's name. Mm-hmm. They oh, just, really? Like, they he walks in the room after they've been spending the entire day together. And he's like, "Who is that again?" Oh, okay. They it's yeah. it seems like it would be out of place, but yeah. it's they're so consistent with it, and yeah. that's another positive thing I think with the show. They're very consistent with the characters. Mm-hmm. The writing is very solid. It's not so spread apart like a lot of the other mockumentaries where it's very episodic. It's just one little mm-hmm. mishap, and then they follow that for 20 minutes, and then, you know, the episode's over. They they connect them pretty well. But, yeah, it's Colin Robinson, mm-hmm. one, another one of those things, it, you know, in a comedy. It's just the, the tiniest little detail. They throw mm-hmm. it in. Oh, it look again. who it is. Look who He's it doing is. his digging doing his digging he noticed us looking so he stopped he was for a second Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah he doesn't want to be disturbed oh no he's sleeping okay good yeah it's so you're right colin robinson his thing is he's an energy vampire Mm -hmm. he he I, i don't want to get too far into the details it's just too good yeah it's too funny but all the time he does one of those things where he looks to camera mm-hmm. at just the right moment mm-hmm. he you know it's great physical acting physical comedy i should say there's just his thing is he drains people right yeah. he's an energy vampire so he's not sucking blood he doesn't do any of that it's nothing physical you're he bores people and frustrates uh-huh. people that's uh-huh. his that's how that's how he draws his energy he yeah. drains people of anything that a human experiences that drains uh-huh. their energy. Yeah. He he causes like he just drones on about really boring stuff. Yeah. And then, whenever he gets someone good or just uh-huh. someone's dealing like the other characters are just dealing with some other stuff and there's just some crazy, mm-hmm. uh, just something frustrating happens. Yeah. Colin, the camera will just, like, zoom in on Colin Robinson mm-hmm. and he just looks at the camera, and he's just got this stupid smile and his <laughs> eyes just have this little shimmer and it's just like. Uh. <laughs> he's just soaking up the frustration uh-huh. he's the perfect character uh-huh. to just throw in and throw everyone off yeah but he's also such a minor character everyone hates him <laughs> because his, uh-huh. the whole point of his existence is he annoys people yeah oh my god i think i would watch the show for him because uh he's a huge I, selling point for me yeah it's one of the quirkiest parts of the show, and I love the fact that they put him in because they didn't actually they didn't have a character like that in the movie. Now that I think about it, no, I don't. I don't. It remember. was it was just vampires, like traditional vampires, and then the old guys versus new brand new vampires kind of thing. That dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some callbacks in the show where they're directly referencing like comedy from the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's other myth- mythical creatures, and there's, like, ones in the movies, and they do an episode where a similar thing will happen in the show. And by the way, sorry to answer your much earlier question, the show takes place in Staten Island, New York. <laughs> Why? The lamest... Uh, I don't want to... Uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Don't offend anyone. Don't, but okay. It's, oh, it's, is it the boring? <laughs> is it a very boring place where the energy vampire can just absorb a lot? I, well, no. I mean, it's it's you know one of the boroughs, a New York borough. So it's like you're close enough to the city for. Uh-huh. It's like us being close to L.A. It's like there okay. is the big city, and you can yeah. get everything you need there. But there's also just we live out in the suburbs or we yeah. live out in the, like a smaller area mm-hmm. and that's just their thing it's like mm-hmm. vampires these eternal creatures try, mm-hmm. you know meant to take over the world or whatever or have the potential to mm-hmm. and they're just living in this like old creepy house in staten island makes sense makes sense that's great there are there is some humor played off of the fact that they're just in they're, staten island they're just living in staten island i always i always think that's I always think that's weird, just like. Well, not really. I don't think I don't think that's weird. I think it's weird that like. I was, you ever think it's weird like if you were born the place you were born. Like it's weird. I was born that place. Like it could have been born anywhere. Like it could be lucky. Could I don't know. I'm getting existential. I'm kind of tired. It's fucking. Well, what are you saying? Are you? I'm just saying like I was born in L.A. Right. I was born in born in L.A. Raised in L.A. Live mm-hmm. in L.A. I'm probably gonna die in L.A right it's the goal that's the goal you're complaining about the one thing out of those things that uh you can't control no that's not i'm not complaining about that i'm saying that's the goal dying in la is the goal you you want to live be born live and die in the same city live and die in la it was fucking anyway i'm saying sometimes it's weird because like you you make other people you know I've discussed this with you before. I spent a brief amount of time in the film industry. I think when I was a kid, I just decided, he goes, oh, I live in L.A. We're really close to Hollywood. I should just work in Hollywood when I grow up. And then I did that. And it was it was pretty fucking gruesome. And this cat won't stop crying. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Once again, we witness Josh. You could you could call him a cat's familiar. He lives to serve them. The soonest cry meets his ears, he's gone. He he's he's left his show in the middle of a recording to tend to the needs of the small furry creatures he lives amongst. He's a rescue. He's a rescue. I'm trying to get him to Does that he, what? That's Thor. Does that mean he's he's bad for doing that doing what for being loud and meowing no Did he's you not... put him in a closet no that's that's the back door that's the outside where he wanted to go oh. i assure you it's there's not there's there's no walls <laughs> beyond that door josh you locked your cat in the bathroom no 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 the, the bathroom is here the outside is that way and so, then if you open both doors at the same you time, can breathe, you can breathe the fresh air while you're pooping. It's uh, and then there's a window in the restroom, too. So it's a nice funnel, you know, so it just like shoots. It shoots in and out all in one go. So I you think kn- he meant tunnel tunnel. OK, sure. And then <laughs> but anyway, he's a rescue. Been trying to get him to be comfortable with me forever moving on you were after saying at some point is doesn't he stop being a rescue uh after, after some a certain point yeah but he's still f- afraid of me i mean you know he let me pick him up right now 
I say he let me, but I think he just gave up. And show so, us the scratches. There's, I have a scar on, or I had a scar. No, right here. I have a scar on this hand because he scratched me because I tried to pick him up. To be fair, I lifted a mattress to get to get him out from under the uh, mattress and scared the shit out of him. Well, why'd you do that? Because I wanted to hold him, and so he wouldn't let me. Leave him alone. What if he doesn't want to be held? I I had to. I had to. I had to learn. I learned the hard way that, you know, respect his personal space and, you know, let him get comfortable over time. It's been, like, two years, I think. So, he's not a rescue anymore because we got him from the pound. But, uh, slowly but surely, he's getting more comfortable with me. He's okay. You mean you weren't hunched over, like... On your knees, walking on down the alleys with an open can of cat food. No, no, we got them at the pound. It's um, it's uh, not a. Those were the old is that, days. Is that a thing? Is what? Are there still pounds? Do they call them pounds? They're shelters. They're shelters. Yeah, I guess they don't call them pounds. There's a mosquitoes in here, I'm trying to catch them with my bare hands. But uh, yeah, there there's. I guess they're not called pounds. They're called shelters, but they they function the exact same way. Let's not get into it. It's it gets pretty dark pretty quickly. <laughs> talking about shelters and pounds, it's pretty uh, pessimistic, really quickly. Vampires. Let's talk about vampires. <laughs> Pessimism is your state of mind. It's not. Yeah, it makes a me pessimistic. Of, yeah. It's it's what. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> so it's basically Twilight. It's basically Twilight. I don't get it. Uh, um, oh, you mean vampires okay uh <laughs> the show it's it's just a complete mm-hmm. remake of twilight complete it's twilight remake. but it has a tv show as a tv show it's twilight uh dreamy vampires that sparkle in the sun Do yeah they don't eye? really they did take a different direction not that there's anything wrong with the looks of the main cast just mm-hmm. it's on it's like kind of like yeah i, I could see these these characters mm-hmm. these people being from like Mm-hmm. The Ottoman Empire, like mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, some of some of, but yeah, I don't know. They kind of found a really good formula, a really good way of writing these characters, mm-hmm. where they they very much carry the same attitude, the same, I don't know, persona that they would have in their own time periods, and they never let go of it. They yeah. they never talk about it, but mm-hmm. they don't care to adapt. They don't. That I mean, makes they sense. will in terms of like what happens in an episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. They don't really make sacrifices like that. They, their characters stay the same, and I guess that's just part of being a vampire. Yeah, you, who, whoever they were when they turned is who they will always be, so to speak. I, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say it like they don't grow at all. You know, mm-hmm. like they don't learn because they absolutely do, mm-hmm. but it's just they learn in a way that's like fun to watch. Oh, they They have to. Yeah. Which is just, I guess you could just call it good writing because it's like, yeah, you just have these characters and you enjoy watching them. That's good to hear. Because. Is there an, is there like a absolute horror vampire movie? Yeah. 30 days of night. Is when was that made? Years ago. I want to say, Late 2010, like early, oh, okay. er, late knots, early 2010s, probably. Let me look it up. 
but yeah, that's gonna... that's. Um, are you familiar with that one? Um, no, not with that one. But I was thinking, because you remember that time period. Basically, that time you were just saying, kind of mm-hmm. early, late, late. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh, early 2010s I think that was like the really popular time period for vampires yeah because there was a period where they were huge there's just so many movies TV shows coming out for that blade then yeah. it, then it was zombies there's a mm-hmm. lot about zombies oh yeah I mean it was just a different time you know it was where all of this stuff ended up at hot topic um <laughs> Don't act like you weren't caught shopping. I was, I was there. I was at the hot topic. All right, I was in the, I was all the way to the store. I walked straight past the band T-shirts, looking for whatever I could find that I think might be cool, and I'm pretty confident that's where I bought the book, Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. Pretty fucking confident it was there. (laughs) If not, I don't think it was a Spencer's because I don't think we had a Spencer's in my town back then. But uh, they wouldn't really. They don't sell any like pop culture stuff in a Spencer's. It's all it's all, it's all just g- the gag. Yeah, it's gag all gag stuff. gifts. But like the the zombie survival guide looks like a gag gift. That's the thing. Yeah. It's it's a book about zombies. So, I actually just rewatched World mm-hmm. War Z. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was good. So it's a good, good movie. movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I haven't read the book yet, but you know, it, it's really good. I but saw yeah. it. I think it's on HBO Max, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to rewatch it. Yeah. I don't think I've actually seen 30 Days of Night. I'm looking at the trailer. Uh, produced by Sam Raimi. You know, produced. Oh, it's this produced by Sam Raimi. Produced. Yeah, director David Slade. Rhymes with Blade. Uh, but. Uh, well, have you seen Blade? I have seen three Blade movies. And then. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so. Three. No, just three. If you if you're from not familiar with the concept of Thirty Days of Night, um, I think well, what's her name? Who's is this? Not Regina George in this? Hold on a second. No, that's Strangely, not Regina George. Her name is Melissa George. Yeah, her name is Melissa George. And so, um, but who's the actress that plays Regina George? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. This is not Rachel McAdams. I thought that was her. Uh, but yeah, so if you're not familiar, uh, dear audience, oh, only got a 6.6 out of 10. What a shame. Uh, okay. But also, what? isn't that a thing we need to talk about? What did, where did you just get that figure? Where'd you get that rating from? Uh, this is IMDB rating. Okay. But yeah. what, what does that mean? Who, who rated that? So it looks it's... like IM, IMDB users rated it. Right. And it looks like 28%, which is the majority of the vote. Right, uh, which is fifty thousand people, fifty thousand seven hundred and five people voted. It was a seven out of ten. And then, okay, so mm-hmm. that's I mean that's great that there's a large sample size, but mm-hmm. what by what you know list of like codes do they follow? It this could just be any group of people. This could be anyone with an account, and they just start scrolling through and they rate movies as they go. So I, among. Among rating by demographic, right? All ages, right? Six point six out of one hundred seventy-six thousand votes, right? Um, younger than eighteen gave it a six point nine, but that's only twenty-three votes. And then ages eighteen through twenty-nine, six point five. Ages Wait. thirty. What? <laughs> How? 
How how did that happen? What do you they, mean? There's only 23 people under 18 who did this. Who See, voted? Yeah, who voted? That's why I mean, not a lot honestly, of young people on IMDb. Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That why why do we go by these ratings? Honestly, IMDb is doing a decent amount. Like I there's mean, a pretty yeah. large size sample size. Yeah. I mean, people have been railing against uh, numbered ratings for for years now. Uh, They don't make sense. It's it's trying to apply some sort of, like, objective logic to a completely subjective art form. And so I would agree with you. But the numbers don't lie, Matt. You understand? The numbers don't lie. You just said the numbers here are lying. They're not lying. They're just wrong. it's not a lie it's not deceit okay it's just a a misinterpretation of of ideas it's statistics anyway uh ages 30 through 44 right um among both male and female gave it a 6.5 and then 45 plus gave it a 6.6 right and then they also split up between uh, males and females let's, let's not let's not well Let's just not get all just into into the numbers, because sure. I, I I get I get that there's a decent amount of people on IMDb rating this, but mm-hmm. they're I don't think they're screened at all. They just fill in their own personal demographic information, and then yes. just if they have an account, these are mm-hmm. all just the people who happen to have rated it. I agree. I believe that's I believe that is the case. I believe that is the case, and so let's look up Metacritic. Okay, but then we also got to talk about Metacritic. Yeah, Metacritic is supposed to be, you know, better, I guess. I don't know. I think in concept, on paper, it sounds better. But it's still, I mean, I hate to be so cynical about it. It's just like... So so yeah, 30 Days of Night got a a Metascore rating of 53. Based on 29 critic reviews. Have, have you seen this movie? I've not seen this movie, so I can't tell you. Um, oh. But let's see then here. What are we doing here? Right, this doesn't make any sense. Bring, okay. bring no, Thor back in. Bring him huh? back in. Bring, bring Thor back in. I can't. He, he comes and goes when he wants. I'm done with this. So, yeah. But no, like, yeah, like these score, these ratings are, it's weird. It's weird how like a low, a low rating can really tank a score because... Kyle Smith of the New York Post gave it a 25. And then, but then there's a lot more reviews that give it like from 63 to 80. See, I think Kyle Smith's family was killed by vampires. I think so. So he's clearly biased. I think so. I think he's biased because I think he knew like the depiction of vampires was was strictly false. Like, I think he knew, like, that's not how it happens. I know how it really happens. (laughs) I know how, I know how they get you. All right. They seduce you. That's how they get you. They seduce you and everyone you love. And they take them one at a time. Until you're alone. Oh, I forgot the signs of my phone. I At this point, it's a running gag. And now you have to leave it on loud every episode. I, I guess so. I'm not doing it intentionally. I was, I was doing a good bit there. And my phone ruined it. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, this guy, Kyle Smith, he knows. What a generic name. Uh, thank God. Um, yeah. Uh, Daily News. Lighter on horror than than it is on inadvertent humor. 
That's a review. Let's see here. Well, but the user anyway. rating, the user score out of 443 ratings is 8, 8.0. Solid. I mean, you can keep reading numbers, but I just kind of hold that same thought. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know these people rating this. It, if they're critics, that's then why I know we're that. here, Matt. That's why we're here. But we haven't seen this movie. I know, but you know what we're, we're, we're doing. That what this really is is a review podcast with no spoilers for things we feel nobody has seen, and maybe that's gonna bite our, bite us in the ass due to. Search engine optimization. Now that I think about that again, shit. Anyway, we can evolve. We can evolve. We can evolve. We can change. But you know, that's what we're here for, Matt. We're here to build trust in the public. All right, or the public build trust in us. No. So we build trust with the public, so they can trust our opinions and know that we have their interests at heart. I think I'm saying that correctly. I, so, I don't know. I, I, all I can hear is the cricket. I I don't even hear the cricket anymore. Did not hear the cricket until you told me there was a cricket. Does the, cricket's the cricket have always a name? here. No. Let's call him Stevie. Let's, Stevie he, he's always cricket. here. He's always here and he doesn't shut up. Stevie, shut up. Right. I think he's banging on the wall. He's still banging on the wall. Stevie, shut up. <laughs> no, okay, whatever. Stevie won't shut up. <clears throat> anyway. What was I saying? I have a sip of iced coffee that I made. Uh, You were going to buy me a nice dinner. I was going to buy you a nice dinner. So we'll go out this weekend. I'll buy you a nice dinner. And uh, But anyway... What I'm saying is we're going to build trust with the public so that way we can sell them subscriptions to HelloFresh. Not sponsored. You understand? All right. My motives but, are but an ulterior. What? But could be sponsored. We could be sponsored. My motives are ulterior in nature. Anyway. Ulterior uh, to what? What do you mean ulterior? Ulterior to, you know, this. I have motives that are ulterior. If I can say that, ulterior motives, then that means I can also say motives that are ulterior. No, but it, it's ulterior means they're ulterior to something else. Yeah. To to what? what? The motive being to be a trustworthy name in movie reviews, movie and show oh. reviews. Right? I also want money. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> Matt, you just cursed us. We're I never did. gonna sell a goddamn thing. But um, in order to uh, wash myself of that capitalist sin, right? I do You're want. You're gonna move to Russia? No, um, there. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I think I will. I'll try to remember. I hope I do. Remember to link to the Magic Yarn Project. I don't know if you saw that on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? This is not an ad read. We're not sponsored anyway. But I think um, I'd like to take a moment to just talk about the Magic Yarn Project, which is uh, a nonprofit. Yeah, five hundred one c three nonprofit.
it's a charity that makes wigs out of yarn for kids with cancer. It is like, it makes me cry. Because these are some great looking wigs. I'll link, I'll link to you the... No, yeah, I, I pulled it up. I mean, that's yeah. that's great. That's super nice. Yeah, I, so I think... Don't they... What? Don't they... Isn't there a thing? Like, you can donate your hair? Like, there There is a thing. Hair and stuff? There is like, a thing, but apparently um, that takes time. And I don't know the I don't know the problems with it. Here's the thing about the Magic Yarn Project. It's just more fun. These these yarn wigs are way more fun than some. Than, no offense to people donating their hair. Good on you. God bless you. I wish you all the love in the world. But these but you can't really beat these yarn wigs though. These yarn wigs are pretty fucking cool. Like. They got like they do straight up like Rapunzel wigs and like Disney theme wigs and then like you know yeah, they they're do pretty cool. They they're really fucking awesome. There's a there's, there's a picture a Jack of, Sparrow. Exactly, one. that's what I was gonna bring up next. There's a Jack Sparrow wig, made that's of yarn. Cool. Super fucking cool. So I think if I can give any attention to these people, where whoever are like six followers are listening, you know, if anybody wants to give us money this early on into our or- podcast career, don't. Are there six followers? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. What? We've been over this. We have like six followers. Let me let me look at our stats again. We're, no, no. You said we had downloads. Dude. Well, who were the followers? Yeah, we have followers. Hold on a second. Analytics. Oh, we have five followers. We lost a follower. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. No. The, the five of you, please. We'll, we'll do whatever you want. Just yeah, tell yeah, us. No. We'll talk about a movie. Yeah, we got 20 downloads for episode one, 15 for episode two, nine for episode three, and five for episode four. You know, and then we we lost the followers. We're, we're still yeah. trending downwards. We're still trending. Of course, we're trending downwards. It's it's an order of like oldest to most recent. Of course, our our oldest episodes yeah, have but more because they're not it, that spread apart. That's true. It's they're only like a week apart per episode, and so it's all right. <laughs> we'll get better. You know, it's fucking again. What I I'm not. I haven't been cutting the the TikTok clips yet. It's all about the TikToks. You know. The moving, you know, you got to have, I don't, I don't think what, like, I don't think the market, I mean, obviously TikTok is huge right now, but at this format, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it'll play with, we we have to like, I watch a lot of, I see a lot of podcast clips on TikTok. We have to throw like mustard balloons at each other. You're absolutely right. For TikToks. You're absolutely right. I think we should still put clips on TikTok, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I don't think we're gonna like, you know, go viral there. You're absolutely right. We're it's just for funnel. It's just for exposure and funneling. So I take some of the lovely things you've said about today's show, what we do in the shadows, and I put that in a in a little clip. Add some graphics, right? Do a little editing to make things look more exciting than they actually are. Exactly, just like that, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, hopefully people follow us on TikTok and then hopefully they go back and listen to the whole episode, you know, hopefully. And then hopefully, yeah, hopefully I can, you know. Well, I don't know. It's still very open. So as we we grow, hopefully we grow, we can see what people like. And then we're very, very happy to like. I just want to be transparent about this entire process and how I want money. Well, I mean... There's yeah. nothing to hide yet. 
we're, we're just two two guys. Yeah, we're just two hopefully, guys. Hopefully, I don't know if you can hear the police in the back. I can hear it, yeah. But uh, hopefully there, there will be more of us. But mm-hmm. yeah, at the moment, we're still just getting started, so... I really want to do, I really want to do like listener call-ins one day. Like I really want. We are a far cry from listener call-ins. Of course we're a far cry. I said someday. I would like someone to call in, right? Like eventually we're going to run out of list of shit to talk about. This list, you're right. You made a point last week that like these lists are finite. And we're gonna. Yeah, I, I always wanted to see what 2050 would be like. At, at some point, I'm gonna have to start shit talking Star Wars to generate views, just like. Oh God. Yeah. But then, what kind of views are we getting? What kind of it's views are we it. getting? It's, it's oh, it'll be worth it. it. It'll be worth it. <laughs> no. We will attract all the ire of all those sad, sad people. Well, but then we might as well talk about Game of Thrones. That's true. That's true. I'm just wondering, like, how soon do I have to start spouting conspiracy theories about movies? Like, how far am I willing to go to make this podcast succeed? I'll, I'll let Justin take over for those episodes. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> he won't support it either, but okay. No, we're, we're going to have to force another intervention on you. I don't remember the first one. Meaning it failed. I, I, no, I think I made a joke about giving you one because you were sending me gifts like a dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a grandma. That was your joke. But, uh... Same energy. Same energy. So, yeah, Wild West Comedy Show, 30 Days and 30 Nights, Hollywood to the Heartland. Uh, that's, uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the fifth result under 30 Days of Night. Apparently, they did make a sequel in two, 2010. What? We haven't days even of... seen the first. No, no, we don't have to keep talking about that movie. Huh? Okay. <laughs> There's other. I, I was just bringing it up because I wanted to talk about other similar vampire content, but yeah. There's not a lot of vampire comedy, is there? No, not really. I wouldn't say so at all. Let's see here. There was Fright Night. So like, let's see. I'm looking at. I'm on Amazon. Right, Dracula Three Amazon. Legacy, Dracula Three Thousand, just because it takes you to a link, you know, the crazies. Let's see, Vamp. Well, that was those are the crazies was a more of a zombie. Yeah, there's um from dusk till dawn. That's not a comedy per se, but uh, I, don't, I don't know it. You you've never seen from dusk till dawn. From dusk till dawn, I should enunciate properly. From dust. From to dusk. Dawn? From dusk. D U S K. From dust. From to dusk. Dawn? From dusk. You hear me? From dusk. No, don't gaslight me like this. <laughs> you hear me? I see your face. <laughs> like when you, like when you go into a room you haven't been in in a while, uh-huh. and on the shelves it's dusty. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh my god. No, from dusk till dawn. So you haven't seen it. No, I haven't. No, I think I don't remember. It's Selma a vampire Hayek. movie. It's a vampire movie. It's uh, oh. but it doesn't. Here's the thing: it doesn't become a vampire movie until spoilers for like a thirty-year-old film. Uh, it doesn't become we a vampire do for it doesn't become a vampire movie until halfway through the movie. Ooh. Um. I don't remember. Is, Har- is don't Harvey remember- Keitel a vampire? No, Har- Harvey Keitel is uh, 
a sad, lonely single father with, with uh, two kids just just trying to take his kids out on a vacation. Oh no! And oh, no. Uh, he's, Harvey tell him and his him and his kids are taken hostage by two bank robbers that are currently fleeing uh, from the scene of the crime. Those bank robbers it- are played by George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. And this is a vampire movie. This is a vampire movie. This is how the movie opens. This is what I'm telling you. The movie doesn't open as a vampire film. What happens, this is the situation, right? Harvey Keitel is just a guy with his kids trying to go on a vacation because I think his wife passes some shit. And he's he used to be a, he used to be a priest, right? And that becomes important later. He used like to be a Catholic a, priest? Like yeah, like a Catholic priest, I guess. And like I think he adopted his kids or whatever. And um, what he did... You don't did... really see that much. No, you don't. You don't. Um, what happens is he, he... Again, him and his family get taken hostage by George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino, who are brothers and who have just robbed a bank. <laughs> Jesus. Right? I mean, a... I can see that, but... Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino's character has just, like, raped and murdered a woman, I believe. Uh, uh... I think that they don't say rape, I don't think, but I think it's implied. Or at least, at the very least, murder, and George Clooney's not happy about it. So what they do is they need to meet George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. They need to meet their contact, uh, their fence, or whoever they made a deal with in order to, like, exchange the money for, like, you know, new identities and shit so they can move along, right? So they can Mm -hmm. get away. Uh, But they have this family as hostage in the meantime. And they stop by this uh, trucking spot. They tell the the criminals say, hey, "Meet us at this truck stop. It's like a it's a titty bar in the middle of nowhere." And what is it? It's a titty bar. Oh, okay. All right, it's got big neon tits hanging above. Does it, it. really? Yeah, it does. And I think awesome. the name of the bar is from dust till dawn. I think. Uh, and what then, was that? What is it? What was it called? From dusk till dawn, and okay, it's like it's like somewhere so. it's like somewhere in Mexico, right? So I think they're in Mexico, yeah. and what happens is they're in the bar, right? And then they go in, and there's a cast of colorful characters. Uh, Danny Trejo, this is a younger, slimmer Danny Trejo, right? He's the bartender. Was he selling his tacos back then? No, he was selling beers. <laughs> yeah, he was selling beers. You know, cleaning mugs, selling beers. Salma Hayek is a stripper. I don't mm-hmm. remember if you see her boobs or not, um, which is a weird thing gonna... to not remember. You think you'd remember that? <laughs> you like, just see them so much. Oh, um, I'm sorry, but uh, am I? But at a certain point in the movie, right? They get comfortable because they're waiting for the contacts to to the criminal contacts to arrive. And then Salma Haya has a whole like striptease show, right, with a snake. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just spoiling what, this what, whole movie. What does the snake do? It's just there to to look cool, you know? Like is it on her? It's or? on her. It's on her. You know, she's po- she's posing with it. You know. She's, you know, gyrating and jig not jiggly. She's gyrating slowly, you know. To entrance men. And then she turns into a vampire. Starts eating people. And then Ooh. all the other staff t- also turn into vampires. And begin to attack Ooh. people. This is all like a honeypot trap. For, for truck drivers. Right? So they get all these guys. 
into into the bar, right? Into the titty bar. They get him drunk and horny. So blood's flowing, I guess. Right? I don't know what sort of logic Robert Rodriguez had for this. But this was a Robert Rodriguez. This is a Robert Rodriguez film. And uh, so Trejo makes more sense now. Yeah. And then they all attack. They all attack. And then now the two bank robbers, don't forget, there's two bank robbers and Harvey Keitel and his kids there. And a few other of these like weird strangers who are just around these weird characters who are there. And now they're in this monster movie situation and they don't know what to do. They're having to figure it out on the fly and they're just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's actually pretty smart because, like, if you just if you just did the titty bar, it's not a it wouldn't be a very long movie. Like, it's it wouldn't be a very cool. long. It'd be a short film basically if you just did the titty bar with vampires. That's why they have like this whole really long setup of the two bank robbers and the family taken hostage, and it just so happens that the father used to be a priest, so he could make holy water. That could be used against the vampires. You know, that's where that, is that plays. That's how in. that works. That's how that works. Apparently, he just he, as soon as you get your priest card, you can just no matter what happens, you, you just have the power. Well, I think the the question does come in. The question does come up where Harvey Keitel. I think he says, "I gave up my faith years ago. I don't think it'll work." And George Clooney, again, a bank robber, just says, "Just fucking do it." I think he says, "Just fucking do it," or just try it. Right, hmm. and I think it ends up. I think it ends up working uh, like an acid for vampires. Yeah, you know. And so, <laughs> that's actually a funny thing that what? that comes up in uh, what we do in the shadows as well. Yeah, I mean that's always a thing. That's always a a plot device. Mm-hmm. Holy water is is the it mm-hmm. burns the the vampires. Yeah, there. <sighs> I I can uh, I want to get I want to mention. At least other things to entice you, yeah. To draw, draw you and and the listeners and in. the listeners. There's a scene where, obviously, throughout the show, sorry, I guess mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking over from from dust till dawn. That's fine. Dust till dawn. Dust. But there is a scene that you reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget this. I forget the setup for it exactly, but. Obviously, there's a lot of human characters. They're just living in Staten Island, so there's you know they, yeah. a lot of the stuff they're doing. They're talking to humans or whatever. But someone dies, so the vampires, the group as a whole, all go to a, a funeral. I think yeah. it was, uh-huh. and it, obviously it's it's in a church, so it's mm-hmm. a service. And the idea is like in other vampire movies, a vampire wouldn't step foot in a church. The mm-hmm. the crosses, the the yeah. holiness of it, they would burn on the spot. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, just one of the vampires was really connected to some character. Uh-huh. But that character died, so they go to the funeral, mm-hmm. and they're all sitting there. And then it it cuts to them in the pews in the back, uh-huh. and they're all just smoking. <laughs> they're all just sitting there, uh-huh. and then their eyes are burning because... Mm-hmm. And, and they're literally smoking. There's just smoke coming from their bodies, uh-huh. and they're all just like, "Hey, uh, this really sucks, but I'm here for you. But I'm gonna go now because I'm about to to die." <laughs> and That's then good. the one the one guy uh-huh. is like, "Yes, I understand. Thank you for being here." And mm-hmm. it's just he's he's in pain. And then one mm-hmm. of them, the guy who's connected to whoever the hum- 
yeah. the human character was he's he's just like trying to, he's trying to stick it out and he's mm-hmm. with the familiar Guillermo's mm-hmm. there yeah and Guillermo's fine obviously but then mm-hmm. the one vampire he's just trying to tough it out and then he literally lights on fire he's just burning <laughs> in a pew so Guillermo runs over and he grabs a little pot the little like the, uh-huh. the dipping thing of the holy, holy water, water. <laughs> he <pours it> on <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he's uh-huh. just screaming back oh. just thrashing around oh. it doesn't kill him it's not no. it's not super like yeah intense like a lot of the movies mm-hmm. it's just really sucks for that for the vampire <laughs> and then he just after they leave he's just giving Guillermo a look he's like really <laughs> You Holy thought, water was you your best plan. <laughs> oh my god, that was a good one. No, that does sound like a great gag. I got. I really. I do have to watch. That's on Hulu, right? Yes. Okay, that's on it's Hulu. On Hulu. I just. I just got Hulu. Okay. Well, we're at, we're just about at the hour mark, so I think that's all right. A then good I have I have one question for you. Yes. Given the opportunity, uh-huh. in, in that you knew a friendly vampire. Uh-huh. One that you could trust wasn't going to suck you dry. Uh-huh. Would you take his offer? Would you uh-huh. gain eternal life? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Easy. You can't go out in the sun. Easy. Ever. Easy. Easy. Done. This is easy, easy to you? Eternal easy. life. Eternal life. I never have to go out in the sun where it's hot. Easy. Everyone everyone you know will eventually grow old and die. I'll get over it. <laughs> Even even if I you know like pick a certain select number of people, I've thought about this before. Even if I oh select a certain amount of people who are just like I truly love these people, I will turn them into vampires with their consent. I will be with them forever, and if somehow that does not turn out well, I'll just have to live with that. If they somehow you know over the centuries, you know, kill me, I'll be fine with that because ultimately. <laughs> There is no, if we know the universe at large, right? And here's another thing, right? If vampires are real, right? And the, and that, that sort of implies that all the other monsters are real, right? Including ghosts are real. And that the afterlife is real, right? Then I'm, I'm happy. No matter the, the outcome. Because that means, like, I'd love to be like a vampire and then a ghost, right? Or even just like... So you it, think, what? as a vampire, you eventually get destroyed, you get killed. Yeah. You become a ghost after? I think so. I think everything. Doesn't everything become a ghost? I, I mean, I mean, you I have would say, you have a, like, here's the thing. I Ideally, I think by the lore, you've become a vampire, so you sold your soul to Satan, right? Yeah. So then your soul goes to hell. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, good. As long as you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, see, we'll see what it's like, you know. Point is, like, just, there's, just test it out. Point is, there's more. There's, there's always more. That's the idea, right? I like to think hell is like how it's depicted in Little Nicky, yeah, the Adam Sandler movie. Like it's just a place, you know. It's a place with a <laughs> yeah. Rodney Dangerfield's just shoving pineapples up Hitler's ass. Yeah, there's a guy with boobs on his head for no apparent <laughs> reason. It's like where's a bra then, to hold him up. Then, wasn't Rodney Dangerfield kind of into it? I guess so, yeah. It was weird. Rodney Dangerfield as Lucifer. That's right. I forgot. Oh, boy. I forgot, man. <laughs> wow. That, that movie was like in the 90s. 
I yeah, was, yeah, that wasn't. Can't believe he Everyone lived that always long. remembers the Water Boy and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, nobody ever remembers. Nobody Little remembers Little Nicky. You know where I saw Little Nicky? In Mexico on TV, in oh, Spanish. Boy, in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. So I, when I saw that movie, it was in how Spanish. Ma- how many times did they say El Diablo? El Diablo. Oh yes, Little Nicky. Like fucking, it's. <laughs> That's that's just the way it is. I saw that movie in Spanish, and there was I saw a lot of stuff in Spanish because I just spent a lot of summers in Mexico as a kid. But uh, but yeah, no, it's like if yeah, sure. If I if I knew a friendly oh, sure. vampire who's going to turn me into a vampire, yeah, I'd, I'd take it. You know. All right. Well, yeah, I take it. No problem. Watch the show and yeah. then tell me what you think. Not mm-hmm. that I think it's going to discourage you, but. Mm-hmm. If anything, it might encourage you because yeah. it does seem like they have a lot of fun on the show. Yeah, be great to just be like immortal at specific times of you know the day, and then just like you know do whatever you want because you can do whatever you want, and it's complete freedom. You know, it's it's an easy sell. You know, you're not really oh you can never stand in the sunlight. I can go hiking at night. Not that I'll ever go hiking on purpose. Well, like you know. As a vampire, I don't think hiking really holds much for you. Oh, yeah. And then could, can uh, can they turn into bats? They can, actually. Yeah, they'll turn into a bat. Just fucking fly around and shit. You know, it's gotta be... I, I think it's just a, a power they all have. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, one of the other characters, Laszlo, mm-hmm. he has to call it out every time. He's just, uh-huh. bat! And then, poof! And he, uh-huh. he flaps away. <laughs> and then you'll also hear him when he comes uh-huh. flapping in, human form! And then, poof! <laughs> he's back again. <laughs> what was it? I was watching, um... I was watching a little compilation of Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because I'd never seen the entire show. But it, there's a, the compilation begins with just, like, a compilation of him just running into a building or something constantly smoking like it's daytime it's like the morning and he's like covered it in like a towel or a blanket or something and for some Uh reason he's just like i'm gonna go over to this place but i need to like cover up and (laughs) he always run he always runs in smoking or on fire and it's just a compilation of all the times he's done that in the show and then there's it's like strange one... that he's done it so much. He needs there's a there's a compilation video of yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't mind. He just like like it looks ridiculous and it's always alarming because he's smoking. <laughs> like he's smoking and he's even though he's completely clothed, has the towel on, he's still smoking. And I guess I, I didn't realize it. It's just a smoking vampire is funny yeah. on its own. It's just funny. Just a smoking person or whatever. Because they're sitting in a church minding their own business yeah. or they're just running from no, shop to shop across the street. There's a clip of Spike where he get he like I guess he trips and falls. And he has a lot of those in the show apparently. Where he trips and falls and get it gets knocked out. And so he's just sitting. Oh no. He's just like knocked out. And so he wakes up because like a part, he starts smoking, right? But he's still asleep. And then his hand catches fire because there's direct sunlight on it. And that's when he wakes up. Uh, it, oh, it's fine. Good he woke up. Yeah. Spontaneous combustion. Love it. Well, not spontaneous. Combustion. Human that's combustion. That's also what's funny about it. Yeah. It's no, great. It is, well, it's not. I, yeah, I guess it's not spontaneous, but. Mm-hmm. It is vampire very Vampire combustion. People just anyway. catching fire is hilarious. Funny and vampires. Hey, you should check out what we do in the shadows. You should get it wherever you can. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu, but get it wherever. <laughs>
I had to sneeze there. <laughs> I sneezed again. I, I guess you can't say the word Hulu without sneezing. I can say Hulu. See, I did it. I disproved your bogus theory there in moments. Boom! I win. Right. <laughs> you're just you're gonna end right now and just start dying on the side. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the episode, people. Uh, check us out next time. Check us out on the Discord server. Uh, if we have an actual follower, if you're really out there, can say something. Let yeah, me know. say something. Get in the server. I'll, sh- I'll shout you out, I promise. Get in the server. You know, we're real people. You know, this is a very small podcast. <laughs> we're real people. You can just ask us questions and we can talk about stuff. Maybe you've seen something. Maybe you're from a foreign country and you have a show that you're like, Nobody, nobody knows about this because it's not a part of the American pop culture zeitgeist, you know. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of shows out there. A lot of countries are making excellent television right now, and it's it's not getting as much attention. If you're here mm-hmm. and you're this, you're you're catching us this early on. Uh-huh. I think we will go to great lengths to follow a, 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 our very first fan suggestions. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So if you if you want to. Give us something we can talk about. We'll we'll track it down. Yeah, and if it's if it's not good, we will never speak of it we, again. <laughs> we will rip you to shreds. We, we will, will we will destroy you. <laughs> we will carry pitchforks and torches mm-hmm. to the town square. To the town square, wherever that may be. All right, I'm gonna call it there. This has been the Consume Content Podcast, Episode Seven. I've been Josh. This has been Matt. I'm Matt. Bye.